You're listening to the story of your life with Nick Jaina on X-Ray FM. This week's conversation is with a poet in Prospect Park. true it's like the internet is so so huge but for the most part we just use it for the most superficial stuff you know what I mean like I don't know whatever like watching TV or sports or just dumb stuff like it's one of the most powerful tools ever invented by human beings and for the most part we just squander it jerk it there's a lot, a lot of pornography. <laughs> it, it, I, I think the internet is probably mostly pornography. I, I, I sometimes think like what well I had a, a, a um, an interview for an arts company here uh, I didn't get the job but one of the things that they asked for is write a two-page description describing the internet to somebody in the 17th century and that was, it was so much fun. I, I hate resumes. I hate all, like trying to find a job is the worst, but I love writing that. Especially in, in two sentences or in two pages, you know, because you have to <laughs> you have to explain electricity. <laughs> you have to <laughs> you have to uh, explain just kind of a general idea of what how to encode something. You know what I mean? Um, See, I wouldn't think to do the technical aspects. I would just say, like, what it did. You, but, but, no, if you say what it did, it would just be like, 
I think it would scare scare people. It would seem like magic. It's like a library you know? in the sky. Yeah, it'd be like someone coming from the future and saying and saying. There is an invisible library in the sky, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we sp- go into the cloud on our Bluetooth. <laughs> we get a new skin for our phone. <laughs> Wait, what's a phone? Wait, you can record people's voices? Like, <laughs> you know, just basic stuff, you know? Uh... And, you know, we went to the, the Edison Museum that one time. And we were, who, we were with Gil Landry. And I liked what Gil said because he, he said, boy, people are just like monkeys. You know what I mean? And it's true because when the phonograph came out, people were scared of it. People were like, what is that? This disembodied voice or my own voice, you know? And they would have people, you know... Uh, like line up to trick the language machine and they would try to speak Latin to it not thinking that Latin would be played back for them and all that kind of stuff it just blew their minds and to get from the 17th century to even the basic idea of the internet like there are all these major 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 breakthroughs you know that we completely take for granted And, and trying to describe the internet it was really hard, really hard. I, you know, and but I, I loved the challenge. I loved it. doing that made me think of is like what what would some of the geniuses from history you know the the greatest minds that we've ever produced you know what would they do with the internet I mean other than porn (laughs) (laughs) I you know and I think that Romeo and Juliet the porn yeah yeah and I think that Shakespeare, Shakespeare's uh, uh, plays would all be just total <laughs> sex. Uh, no, I, I just I think that 
we have this magical tool and we just we pretty much just squander it you know just check sports see how many likes and tweets we got and all this stuff you know And I think that at least artists should be using the internet way more than they are. I mean, I mean, one of my favorite things on the internet is definitely Wikipedia. That's a, that's pretty incredible that you can just that all these people from all over the world just maintain kind of a, a, a collective store of knowledge, you know. And I think that was only, it was like five people did that. Five people, and I think they still only have like, I forget what, like 50 employees. 50. Facebook has thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of people working for them. And it's like, I mean, I, I like seeing pictures of babies and stuff, and I like, you know, but the, the, the interaction that happens on Facebook is just so totally superficial most of the time. Not always, but most of the time, you know. I guess there's a lot of fun stuff. I end up laughing at that quite a bit, but, you know, in terms of, like, meaningful dialogue between people that are distant, that just doesn't happen as much as it should. And, you know, our, our, our tweets are so short and our posts are so short I remember uh, my, my grandma uh, Betty her her sister Winnie she would write my grandma long letters like a, like a 10 page handwritten letter that was so entertaining I mean she could write the heck out of a letter and my grandma, when she would get them in the mail, she would just be so stoked because she gets to sit down and like be entertained and also feel connected to her sister who lived in Oklahoma. We just, we just don't communicate like that enough, you know?
shoot. Uh, you know. It's just, it, it, it's sad. Who, who, who cares about how many people like your Facebook page, you know? Or when you post, I, and I do it too. I'm not like, you know, pointing fingers or anything. Like when I post something on Facebook, you know, I, it makes me feel like important or something if a whole bunch of people like my picture of what I ate, you know? And who cares? That's so stupid. This is silly. It's almost like our communication, but, but you know, from human to human is becoming a lot more like corporatized or something, you know? It's, it's, like, it's like we're all these little robots running around. I don't know. Eventually, yeah, I think that we'll just be almost perfectly pandered to. Like, There's you know. one product for each person. <laughs> yeah, and it's your drink, and it's your phone. <laughs> this is what the people from the future will come and tell us about. You just have one item that was sold to you when you were born. <laughs> you just put it on. And, and you work like, for the rest of your life it's food to pay and for that. And everything. <laughs> Yeah. It's just a suit you put on that does everything. Totally. I think that a lot of things like that, like, um, you know, the tagging and the categories that you put stuff into and the, the, those boxes, the way that Netflix tries to predict what it is that you like so as to offer you choices that will be palatable to you. I think that, I think there's gonna be a backlash against that. Uh, things like Pandora or whatever that do that for music or you know they're, they're trying to do that with visual visual art too um, I think there's gonna be a, a pretty major backlash at, uh, against it at some point because eventually you'll, it'll just be boring you'll never be surprised you'll never you'll never listen to uh, music that you've never even heard of before because it's figured out that you like uh, Beirut and so you only listen to stuff that sounds exactly like Beirut and you, you never get surprised, you never get some crazy thing, you know? And, and it's really important for humans to be surprised, you know? That's like a big part of how we like grow and make discoveries. hasn't happened yet, but I think eventually people are going to get pretty turned off by uh, the, I don't know, anal what is it, yeah, it, uh, analytics, I guess, is that? 
The algorithm's gonna get you. The algorithm. <laughs> the algorithm's gonna get This has been the story of your life with Nick Jaina. Today's episode featured music from the Satellite Ensemble and a conversation with Nathan Langston.